Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. <laughs> What's going on? Like a million dollars. Let me check out that ring. What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. Hey, hey. Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock with my man, Mojo Mutati. Mojo, uh, the Rihanna halftime performance, you know, a lot of people liked it. There were some people who thought it wasn't all that great. And then there were a group of people who were absolutely beside themselves at what happened on that football field in Arizona, Mojo. Yes, because we have learned that a group of people, 103 people to be exact, Mojo, actually filed FCC complaints. FCC, of course, being the uh, federal government, the uh, the organization that regulates uh, television in uh, the U.S. And uh, we are told, and we had to file a request with the agency requesting these uh, complaints, and they sent us back 103 mojo. And they all basically read the same. They're all different, but they're they're all essentially the same. That this was pornographic material, and that the kids' eyes had to be shielded. It was so offensive. Look, at the end of the day, the Super Bowl was watched just here in America by more than 112 million people. So it is such a small, such a minuscule percent of the audience. But nonetheless, there were actually, again, 103 people out there who were so upset that they had to write in to the federal government. Gonna be honest here, Babcock, 103 is a low number, I think, considering how many people watch the Super Bowl. 103 people will complain No matter who's out there, I've been trying to think about this all day. What kind of artist of any kind could we put out there for a halftime show that no one would object to or be offended by? The only name I could think of is unfortunately no longer with us. I thought of if Bob Ross went out there and let a painting (laughs) show at the halftime show, that might generate uh, no objections. Although you'd probably probably still find people that were upset. Maybe they didn't like what kind of paint he was using, <laughs> the chemicals used inside of him. Uh, look, you, you knew people were going to complain regardless. The NFL was prepared for this. They, they knew who they were signing. They know the lyrics in her songs, even though she hadn't performed in six years before this. They know how her shows and concerts used to go before this. I remember my wife, Grace, when we were watching this together, saying, She actually saw that same bit happen in New England live at a show years back with the platforms that are hanging from the ceiling and go up and down. And she was talking about how cool it was in person. My point being, the NFL knew what was coming and they were prepared for that and they made that decision nonetheless. And at the end of the day, people are going to be offended. But if we only walk away with 103 complaints, We're doing pretty good, I think. Yeah, I think there have been things, and we'll talk about this in just a second. Of course, you had the Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake performance from 2004, which is the most controversial. Uh, Obviously, uh, Justin Timberlake uh, revealed Janet's breast, and that aired on national television, again, in front of over 100 million people. For that mojo, there were 
over 540,000 FCC complaints. And that, look, I, I understand if you had kids watching, that was probably an uncomfortable moment for the family. So that, that I understand. I Come on with Rihanna. I mean, what did she do? What did she do? She wasn't even showing anybody. I think you've you've got more of a, a cause to complain for J-Lo and Shakira shaking their butts all over the stage a few years back. I don't think that this was uh, anything to complain about. I actually thought it was rather timid, Mojo. But like you said, there's always going to be somebody who's upset. All right, Mojo, moving on to a wild scene at a professional soccer game. This was a Europa League game. So these are very talented players. These are top teams that was uh, actually going down in the Netherlands. Um, it's not what happened during the game, though, that we're talking about, Mojo, because there was a wild and really a, a scary scene of involving uh, the uh, Sevilla FC goalie. The guy's name is Marco Dimitrovic. Mojo, watch what happens. Uh, Marco just minding his own business, <laughs> tending the goal, and a fan actually ran on the pitch. And uh, let's just say the fan got a little bit more than he bargained for. Watch this. So there it is, Mojo. You see the fan clearly take a swing at Marco first, and then the and then Marco. And I don't blame him for this. He defends himself. He takes the fan down to the ground, and he uh, starts beating him up a little bit. A little bit, <laughs> a little bit only. And I really want to applaud this this player for this because showing that kind of restraint yeah. is next to impossible in pro sports. Yes. We're talking about a fan who already broke the law by running out onto the field, further broke the law by striking a man in the face. He can legally defend himself. I remember when I was wrestling in the WWE, we were told if a fan ever entered the ring, especially if a fan entered the ring and struck us, we could defend ourselves however we needed to. And that could mean beating the crap Good. out of this guy. And this player right here, did nothing of the sort. He actually took this guy down very easily, I'll yep. add, yes. and just held him down, completely restrained him. Didn't seem to throw many punches or throw any aggressive shot. He literally just took him down and held him there until backup could come in and handle this situation. Getting punched in the face. I don't know if you've been punched in the face a good time, Babcock. Yeah. But it's yeah. almost like strikes a nerve. You know, of course, you're <laughs> yeah. from Jersey. You've, you've been punched in the face more than I have. <laughs> I got hit in the face professionally for a long time. <laughs> but yeah. getting punched in the face, it strikes a nerve, man, and it's easy yeah. to lose your cool and just go animal instincts on this guy. So, again, i got to applaud this player for doing a textbook, perfect reaction to this situation. Yeah. Honestly, this is something that teams should be studying in their PR training uh, when they're new rookies on a team. Yeah, no, I think you're right, Mojo. Obviously, this goalie is a professional athlete, an elite-level athlete, and I'm sure he really could have hurt this you know, this average Joe, seemingly, who ran on the field here. I will say this. These teams, leagues, organizations, they've got to do a better job with keeping people, keeping fans off of the, the playing field, the basketball court, football field, whatever it may be. You cannot allow somebody come face-to-face -face and throw a punch at an athlete on the court. I mean, 
Look, this, this is decades now after Monica Seles happened and she got stabbed. I mean, she could have died. You had Nancy Kerrigan. You never know what people's intentions are. And I think most of the time they want to act like idiots and show off for their friends or they want to shake the player's hand. And we've seen enough incidents like that and fine. But this guy here, he had bad intentions. He, he could have hurt this guy. He could have killed this guy. You never know. They've got to make sure they keep the, the, the playing field clear of spectators. This cannot be allowed to happen. It, it seemingly gets no better year after year. Arguably the greatest boxer of all time had a birthday today. Turned 46 and of course, Floyd is fighting this weekend. He's got he's got a fight, an <laughs> exhibition uh, boxing match mojo uh, against a former Bellator MMA fighter, a guy by the name of Aaron Chalmers. But that's going to happen later on this weekend. Floyd wasn't going to let a little boxing match happening at one of the most famous arenas in the world slow him down from celebrating his birthday mojo because on Thursday night, Floyd, along with some of his buddies, including uh, some of his celebrity buddies, guys like Jamie Foxx, they uh, hit up a restaurant in London, Mojo, and uh, they had a, a great, great time. Didn't uh, slow down at all because of the big fight. Watch this. the suit from the movie Clueless. <laughs> Just kidding. I can't take credit for that. I think I saw you already write that online. That on was that was a app. Lucas Widman line. Lucas Widman line. Oh, I was actually going to say, maybe it was Edward Lewis, whose birthday is today. Mm. Happy birthday to Floyd Happy and Edward Lewis. Happy birthday to I'll Edward say. and Floyd. Yes, sir. Look, man, this is what Floyd does. He's never had an issue with self-confidence, and why should he? He's never lost a fight ever in his entire life. Floyd's going to party. Floyd's going to do flashy things, and then Floyd's going to show up at work and get the job done. Right. So for anyone that might think, He's not taking this fight seriously. Well, he might not be, but he'll still win. So in the end, it's still very serious business. I got to say, I remember having a conversation with Triple H, actually, in the WWE. And he said he was with Floyd before one of Floyd's biggest fights of his career. And right before he went out to fight and compete, he was backstage with his buddies. They were playing cards. They were making jokes. They were hanging out and... I remember Hunter saying he was kind of blown away by the vibe. He thought he'd be quiet, kind of mentally preparing and getting right. ready for this fight. And uh, when when Hunter said he was going to leave the room to let Floyd prepare, Floyd told him, nah, man, stay, hang out. The work's already been done. I've, I've worked my ass off to this point. Wow. Now I got to go out there and just do everything I practice and just relax and be me, and this is me being me. It was something that changed the way Hunter prepared for matches. I remember wow. him telling us that multiple times. It's something notable too. Kind of cool to keep in mind. You know, sometimes you do your best work when you just relax, have fun, you're being yourself. You ask any athlete, the moment they start training too hard or get up to, uh, too uptight, that is the moment they always get injured. So, hey, Floyd at this point has a system that works for him. And why would you deviate from that? Regardless of if you're 26, 46, or when we're covering his fight 20 years from now at 66. <laughs> 
coming up next in TMZ Sports, Darrell Rivas is one of the newest members of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Well, what does it mean, the induction to the New York Jets legend? Well, Darrell Rivas going to join us next and explain just how much this incredible honor means to him. We're going to hear from Darrell, TMZ Sports. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Ray-Ban, Good American, and Ulta. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for apparel and electronics, and you can save on everything you need for the summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cashback on top of Big Give Week's 15% cashback. You won't see higher cashback rates than these. Just go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. What's up? <laughs> Welcome to Canton, bro. Class of 2023, by the way. Alec Cooper weapon, boy. Appreciate this it. is Alec Cooper, boy. Appreciate yes, it. Yes, sir. Look at Appreciate me, man. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I ain't born no sugar. I don't want, I don't want no cheese, no butter. It's your world. Oh, man. Oh, man. Tom, man, I appreciate it so much. Welcome back to TMZ Sports, Mike and Mojo. Mojo, that, of course, was uh, NFL legend, NFL great Darrell Revis. Getting the knock that I think all former great players hope will one day come, and Darrell Revis didn't have to wait that long, but that was when Ty Law, fellow great player, fellow Pro Football Hall of Famer, knocked on his door and said, hey, uh, you're joining the uh, ever-exclusive Pro Football Hall of Fame, and you can see the embrace. Those guys are, are close to one another. They have a, an immense mutual respect, and it was a great moment, Mojo. In fact, we actually had a chance to talk to Darrell Rivas about that moment, about what that felt like to get that knock. Here's Darrell Rivas talking about being inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. My head is still in the clouds, man. I'm kind of just still uh, playing back every moment. Uh, throughout the whole process and uh, just enjoying every every second of it. Uh, it was great. You know, Ty, Ty Law, Pro Football Hall of Famer, you know, grew up in the same neighborhood. And um, it was it was exciting. I mean, we go way back. I used to train with Ty um, a number of times. And I think that's the first thing I said uh, when we when we dap each other up. We open the door and it's like, yo, yo, we used to be up at like seven in the morning training <laughs> for this. And uh just, just a special moment for, for everyone. Yeah, my goodness. Uh, I mean, this has got to be the best thing you can possibly do in professional football, right? Is it get inducted to the Hall of Fame? And, you know, you always have an idea when you retire, if you got a shot at yeah. getting that gold jacket, uh, let alone being a first ballot, a Hall of Famer. I mean, shoot. You can retire and know you're going into the Hall of Fame, but still have no idea if you're going to be a first ballot guy. So to finally hear those words happen, and you got to think Revis had an idea, expected to be in there, definitely yeah. thought he should be in there. But until that happens, 
You never know. Yeah. There's always a little bit of, of doubt because sure. it's not so much as if your career spoke for itself. It's what others thought of your career right. and how the voters are voting that particular year. A lot of things go into this. So all that to say, regardless of how well you played, that doesn't detract from that moment of hearing that you're getting in, inducted into the Hall of Fame at all. Cameras aside, like this is something that, that's really hitting home for me. What a cool special moment that we had captured uh, by video for, for everybody to watch. Uh, my goodness, you know Jets fans everywhere are rejoicing right now. Absolutely. I, I think that's a good point too, Mojo. Uh, other guys need to vote uh, in order for you to make the Hall of Fame and sometimes personal issues. Um, you've seen reporters not like players and not vote for them, so you never know what's going to happen. But I'll say this, Darrell Revis is one of, in my mind, the two, three, four greatest cornerbacks to ever uh, put on a pair of shoulder pads. He is that good. This class, the class of 2023, a lot of worthy Hall of Famers. He is one of only two guys who are going in on the first ballot. It's Darrell and it's also uh, the Browns' former great uh, left tackle, Joe Thomas. Those two guys are legendary players. And look, you know, the, the Hall of Fame is so exclusive, but being in, getting in on the first ballot makes it even more special. And that's the group that Darrell is now part of. And, you know, if you don't believe us that he's one of the greatest ever, just, just look at that. First ballot Hall of Famer, Darrell Revis. He will go in the first week of August. Um, can't wait. It's amazing, bro. I, you you can't you can't hate the guy. You can't like Tyson. No. I love I love that he's involved. Great entertainer. Unfortunately, I have to end his brother's career. He can do and say whatever he wants to me, but I know deep down when it's man versus man, the man's going to sleep. He's had a silver spoon in his mouth his whole life, so I think the pressure got to him and cracked him, and he has vaginitis. You better not get in the ring after the fight because I'll be nice and warmed up for him. I'll put it that way. I think it would be funny to go over to the. UK and knock him out in front of, you know, his whole family. This man is not in my class. He's not in my league. Um, he's a YouTube fighter. That's what this man is. People will see my message for Tommy Fury uh, while I'm walking out. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty funny. My message to Jake Paul is good luck and I hope you've trained out and I hope, I hope you've got an ambulance on speed dial because you're going to need it. I'm his first real opponent and it's going to be a rude, rude awakening for him when he gets in the under those lights and someone like me is coming at him um, punching him up and down non-stop he's not gonna like this sport over the last two years as Jake Paul and Tommy Fury have gone back and forth with the trash talk it got uglier and uglier you can almost feel that they just hated each other more by the day mojo and after two failed fight attempts in the past well, I'm not jinxing it now, but the guys are just uh, really hours away from stepping into the ring together in Saudi Arabia, in Riyadh, and they are going to fight Mojo. So it's that time, Mojo, for us to pick who's going to win this fight. Now, I will say Jake Paul is a slight favorite, but it's pretty close. You could say it's Jake's first real test against a bona fide boxer, a guy who is not a retired MMA star, but a guy who has just grown up in boxing. Tommy Fury's never lost. Jake Paul's never lost. Mojo, who's going to win the fight? Oh, 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 oh. buddy. I'm kind of excited. I'm kind of excited every to watch time this. you said two years, two years of trash talk, <laughs> two years in the making. My goodness, that's such a ridiculously long amount of time for just one fight. It's finally here. That being said, there's really going to be no real 
losers with watching this one because we're all going to be excited about it. But, of course, there will be a loser in the end. And instead of (laughs) picking who my guy is in this one, I figured I would start this off by picking the bet between you and I. So you can take first pick of who you want. I'm taking the opposite. But if I win, you got to film Monday's show with no sleeves on, add a chain. You got to do the mojo look, rock some pit vipers on your head. But if you win, I'll hire somebody to do my hair up like yours for my closest Michael J. Babecock hair impression. Deal. Deal. You want me to pick? Shake on it. <laughs> it's a vir- virtual shake. Here's the pick, Mojo. And feel free to piggyback on this, uh, anybody out there. Because <laughs> here's what's going to happen. Jake Paul beats Tommy Fury by knockout round five. Take it to the bank. I guess that means that I'm taking Tommy Fury then, Babecock. And I tell you right now, I might be slipping Tyson a few bucks under the table if Ooh. things get tough out there to go do a <laughs> WWE-style run-in on this situation <laughs> and get you sleeveless on Monday, my brother. If Tommy's losing, right, the Tyson from the top row take, takes Jake out. Uh, yeah, that would be crazy. We'll, we'll see what happens. We're, look, we're going to find out. So either you're going to have the hair or I'm going to have the sleeveless shirt. We'll find out. Uh, it's a slow time uh, for sports this uh, time of year, Mojo, but we have two big-time fights going down this weekend, not just Jake and Tommy Fury, and we're going to settle our bet. We also have, of course, like we talked about earlier, 46-year-old Floyd Mayweather stepping inside that ring. Mojo will have uh, a bunch of coverage on both fights on Monday. Should be great, especially if I win the bet. Yeah, once I win the bet, it'll definitely be the best show since today.